Welcome back to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Um, I'm recording this one Monday, and we found out after the news of Kobe Bryant passing away on Sunday, which has taken the NBA world by storm. And I don't know about you guys, but it's put me in kind of an, an odd mood. Um, I think just the fact of caring about the NBA so much and loving basketball so much, like Kobe's been a fixture, and he and I are almost the same age. And although I rooted against him a lot because I'm hashtag Team LeBron, um, I always was like afraid if he had the ball in his hands. He felt like the, this clutch guy who was going to win. And, you know, watched him like go through some things and get older it was just really cool to see. And he was like so confident, so on top of his game. And his farewell tour was like really impactful to me. Um, but he was actually a really inspirational guy to me because I know he had some demons that he wrestled through and he seemed like he kind of came to terms with that and came to terms with himself in his like upper, you know, mid to upper thirties, which is like the age that I'm at. And I saw him sitting front row at the Lakers game a couple of these this year with his daughter and um, just seeing that relationship and the bond of the genuine love that they had for each other was really inspirational to me. And I remember like clearly looking at that and saying like, Oh, that's really what I hope Everett and I's relationship is. Um, it's a super sad loss for, for all of us. Um, I want to acknowledge it and, you know, just at least acknowledge it in the pod because it's so relevant, but RIP Kobe, you were great, man. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. All right, in this week's segment of Where Are We At, How Are We Looking, um, we probably have the, the craziest ending to a fantasy season that I can remember. Last week, there was a real chance for Adam and for... Um, Chuck to really kind of turn these standings around and they both lost and the Kyle bowl was actually super impactful because now we have Kyle dug in looking to really make a playoff push here. So due to how it fell last year, we now have teams that we now have like five teams that are fighting for three playoff spots. Your favorite podcast host pod Tom is in at 10 wins then we have three guys at nine and five. KDI separating himself from the pack at eight and six. But then we have two teams at seven and seven, and three teams at six and eight. Unless some crazy shit happens, JB's out at five and nine. So RIP, buddy. I mean, things really have to go your way. But it really makes the schedule this week very, very interesting. So if we start here, if we start up at the top, we have. It's, this might be the, the most important matchups that we have had yet. Almost every single one matters, okay? Kyle must win out for the playoffs. I can knock him out this week. And when Tom and Kyle play, there's always this, like, undercurrent of LeBron. Um, it kind of comes up. We don't, really, we don't really talk about it that much. I always get super anxious going into the draft. People talk about it to me a lot, say all kinds of stuff all summer. 
But when we play each other, it's it's kind of there, right? So Kyle's going up against LeBron. And I don't want to lose, but Kyle can't lose. So he was trying to make a lot of moves last week, two weeks ago. Um, but he's going to really have to win this game or he's probably out of the playoffs. Similarly, Dan it has to has to win out to make the playoffs, and he's on a three game game win streak this week playing KDI. So Dan must win. Now weird shit has to happen for JB to make the playoffs, like a lot of weird shit, but it still isn't impossible. So if he's gonna try and do anything with his team or try and make a real like push to fuck stuff up, he's got to do it like right now. So I'm gonna keep my eye on JB this week. Andy, who is clearly out of the playoffs, has an opportunity to impact who makes it because he's playing Stacks, then JB, then Dewey. Three teams that need wins. you got to get to nine to make it. And so can Andy, who had a lot of points last week, can he you know, say, hey, I'm not in this, but I'm still going to, to make a strong impact? Dewey essentially needs to go two and one for a playoff spot. His opponents are Christian, Adam, and then Andy. So those games don't matter nearly as much to the other guys as they do to Dewey. Is this when Dewey finally trades me Harden? We'll see. So Sean is riding a two-game win streak. He needs to make it five to be in the playoffs. But playing Chuck is a tough week for Sean. We know there's this tension. They're this new chaos crew. They also have a battle for the photo to be like league Photoshop king. And... I think we're going to really see what happens here with the trade machine and is Sean, you know, does Sean do the old Texas stunt? Uh, KDI needs one more win, and he's playing Dan, then Sean, then Christian. He's got a damn tough schedule to make it. He's got Dan and Sean hungry and Christian, who's really on a hot streak, as I predicted a few weeks ago, now that he's got all this, you know, wedding stuff all set, he can focus back on get his priorities straight, and be back to fantasy hoops. So, tough one for him. And Adam is kind of a curious one. He's got JB, Dewey, and then Chuck, who will all be trying against him. But Adam seems to be in a holding pattern, just keeping his team for the playoffs, which he's probably in. Some crazy shit would have to happen. He's not the highest in points four. But does he try these last three weeks, or is he just holding for the first rounds of the playoffs? It'll be, we'll see. And then as far as, you know, pot time, my path is a little interesting because at 10 wins, I'm the only one guaranteed in the playoffs. But I have three tough weeks against Kyle, Stax, and Dan. Uh, I've got guys I'm willing to trade. Send me offers if you want, dudes. Um, and that last week against Dan which Dan could be fighting really hard. I will be in Puerto Rico celebrating my 40th birthday, so I'll I'll set lineups and stuff, but it's not like my heart's going to be in the game that week. So really interesting to see what happens. Um, The other thing that was huge with how things landed is we now have, in week 17, we have an addition of the JB Stacks matchup that I've been highlighting for weeks. We also have Kyle and Sean. Who are playing. It could be a huge one. So, really curious to see how that goes in addition to the Kyle Dan battle following this week. But that's this week's where we at, how we looking, and just kind of the paths so far. 
You need nine wins. I'm going to say that Latam is in, Christian is in, Adam's in, Chuck's in. And then, man, really a tough battle for those other four spots, but especially those three. So play hard and uh, good luck. Uh, so we're going to go to our radio personality. And uh, I'm taking over this week as he typically does the chaos crew. Good vibes only from Pod Tom, but we still want to hear from him. Just hear some updates. And uh, Chuck, however you're feeling, just let us know, bud. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Chuck. Um, well, not a lot to say. Pretty uh, somber vibes uh, for sure at the moment. Um, I guess I should say, first off, um, I appreciate being able to share my personal news um, with all of you, stuff with my dad. Definitely been a bummer. Um, wake up every morning. Actually wake up like pretty much, you know, three, four times a night, just sort of startled looking at my phone, um, hoping that I don't have like missed calls and texts and just bad news. I mean, I'm just, you know, you kind of go to bed anxious and worried and hope you wake up to, to good news. Um, and actually the only reason I felt like I could kind of relax and to take my mind off stuff and actually record this right now is because uh, my mom just texted me a screenshot of the text with my dad this morning and said he's maybe feeling a little better, got some sleep. Um, so that's uh, definitely step in the right direction definitely baby steps which is so hard when you're at a distance um you know but uh yeah so that's uh, you know we also thought he'd be out by monday and here we are on wednesday and i think it was just a lot more sick than um any of us probably realized so yeah um but you know i gotta say just to tie it back to to the pod and everything i mean it's kind of incredible, um, you know, how good it can be to have a distraction like fantasy basketball um, because, you know, at the end of the day, there's certain moments where you realize you can't really do anything about, uh, you know, shit that's going on. There's nothing I can do. I mean, I can't even visit him. I haven't seen him yet. Um, he just has been up to having visitors and... Um, I guess they're just kind of, they don't really need anything from me at the moment. So, you know, you kind of sit there looking for ways to kill time and sort of, you know, try and stay busy, which I've been doing, you know, super busy with work stuff this week. But um, man, like I got to say, like, I, I really just like take sort of like a there's like a homey comfort in just clicking on like my team and staring at uh, my roster and staring at the next couple weeks schedule and looking at you know I'm like counting I know exactly how many guys Christian has going next week when I play him Um, I know exactly how many guys Adam has the week after that and I start to just fill my head with numbers and stats and and like honestly I've realized fantasy basketball um and football but i'd have to acknowledge that basketball is the far more immersive one of the two um really is my one hobby in life that's not like art or design or professional uh you know sort of related activity and um i appreciate it i it, it it's something that i i don't think i take it for granted because i you know we all have fun in the thread every day and i always enjoy the camaraderie of it in fact i watch 
I, I mean, honestly, like this year, more than more than any year, I've watched so little basketball. Yet I continue to, you know, make moves and and follow news so closely, and you know, watch highlights and and things. But I don't actually watch much. And I, I realize at the end of the day, uh, especially, you know, right now this year and. Um, that I kind of come back to it for the, you know, the community and, and the fun and the shit talking and, um, chaos crew and all that, all that shit. It's, it's stupid, but, um, at the end of the day, um, it sure does, you know, offer a way to take your mind off, you know, the real shit that we all got to deal with every day. And I would never, ever let something get in the way of remembering to set my lineup, making a move right at six o'clock, you know, and that on one hand could sound insensitive, but on the other hand, I realize it's something that kind of maybe keeps me sane. Um, and I think I do need the distraction. I think I do work too hard. I think I do tend to, um, you know, just kind of go all in with a lot of things in my life and it's nice to have something that's not so serious so for that i thank all of you for being a part of it i thank all of you for being friends that i can reach out to and share this shit with um certainly been heavy you know like over the weekend with all the kobe stuff and then also balancing that with dealing with you know stuff with my dad and um you know just uh, yeah, just everything. It's a lot. Um, but I figured the least I could do is kind of pay a little bit of a tribute to just sort of the daily grind of being in a league like this and, um, the enjoyment and distraction that it brings me in a good way. So, uh, all positive, all peaceful vibes, no chaos, no radio show, no nothing, just good. So anyways, uh, that's it. All right. Thanks buddy. And then let's go over to, uh, the surging stacks and he get a power cast update no balls ass fantasy brewing company it's your boy cat scratch fever it's b-buck's birthday happy birthday b-bucks all right it's like almost one in the morning on uh january 29th and uh let's see some fucking power cast rankings it's been a bit boys um in first place is not Tom. Oh, it's not Tom. Who is it? It's Christian. 20 pounds of hustle. Uh, the reason why I'm putting him in first place is he's got 16,000 points for. Uh, nobody else is, you know, a couple of people have 1,500. Christian has 1,600. Record 9-5. Nine, nine uh, he's going to be in the playoffs for sure, so... Uh, first place is going to be Christian. Second place, power cast rankings. Uh, yeah, we'll go to Tom. Uh, he's 10 and 4. He's got the wins. Um, his points 4. He's pretty good. Um, top 2, not number 1, just top 2. Um, yeah, nice job, Tom. From there, we're going to go to Trade Machine, Chuck Anderson. Uh, crazy thing about this, uh, Trade Machine uh, traded him Giannis last week and that was crazy uh we talked about it for a few days um yeah we had a couple of different scenarios lined up and then finally we just settled on one and i think it honestly helps both of our teams quite a bit uh he was he's he's locked into the playoffs he's looking at playoff first round schedules and he's got a pretty stacked team so a uh, nice job chuck um for there we're gonna go to uh tacoma blazers uh adam pally uh right behind chuck um 
in the PowerCast rankings. Uh, his team's looking solid. Uh, he would n- not trade me uh, Luca for Giannis. So, um, yeah, uh, that's why I talked ahead of him. Uh, from there, we're going to go to uh, me. Oh, my gosh, we're going to go to me? I'm fifth? Oh, because I have 1,500 points. 15,000 points in the points for. Um, yeah, my record isn't by, better than Kyle Duggan, who is next in the podcast rankings, but my points for are better. So there you go. And Kyle Duggan is next. Uh, from there, we're going to go to uh, John Dewey. Same record as me, 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, Yeah, we're sitting at 500. Not great, but uh, I'm ahead of him a couple hundred points in the podcast rankings. Uh, from there, we're going to go to Big Drummer Boy, uh, Kyle. 6-8, um, and eight, looking great. Uh, from there, we're going to go to Sean Blanc, Young Guns. Uh, he is 6-8 and eight as well. And uh, between the next four people, one of them, you know, all four of them may not make the playoffs. Between Kyle, Sean, uh, Dan, John Bell, and Andy, uh, there's only one spot for them. So we're going to see how these next few weeks play out. And this is already going too long, so next we'll go uh, Dan, JB, and Andy. Uh, uh, love you guys. Have a good week. Bye. All right, so really appreciate you guys. Um, you know, I think that the league matters to me a lot. I think it matters to all of us a lot. And um, I don't know. I know that this week I feel just really different. I feel down. Um, I've loved seeing the tributes uh, last night. The crew from um, TNT and stuff did theirs to Kobe. And I thought that they were naming it really well. It's like this guy's been with us for a long time. And we, you know, think of how many, like, hundreds, if not thousands of texts we've sent about him. Um, and JB, you know, just spent spend tons of time telling us he's the GOAT and all that. So it's a tough loss. And um, I think it's a really good thing to grieve. So love you all. Stacks, why don't you give us this to close? Good luck this week, boys. June 5th. 2004, Pistons 87, Lakers 75. June 7th, 2004, Lakers 99, Pistons 91. June 9th, 2004, Pistons 88, Lakers 68. Uh, Game 4, Detroit up 2-1. They end up winning the game 88-80 on June 12th. Um, Just so happens that my dad got... My whole family tickets, that included me, my brother, and my mom as well. Um, The four of us went to the game in Auburn Hills, Michigan, uh, Palace of Auburn Hills, um, where the Detroit Pistons played. Um, It was the first and only time I saw Kobe Bryant play basketball live. Um, My brother is the whole reason I got into basketball. He was born in 86. I was born a few years later in 89. Uh, My brother's first favorite player was Penny Hardaway. His second favorite player was Kobe Bryant um, at the time. Uh, Up until then, I hadn't really paid attention to basketball much. At that point, Kobe Bryant was my first and my first favorite player and only favorite player at the time. So um, as we know, the Pistons would go on to win the next game 100 to 87 uh, to win um, their third championship. Uh, They won their first Two and 88, 89, 90. Um, yeah, seeing Kobe Bryant that night was uh, one of the most, I don't know, memorable moments of my life. It was, you know, seeing my favorite player play my favorite team. Uh, him and Shaq controlled the Lakers at that time. 
They had a very old and hurt Carl Malone and Gary Payton. The Lakers were favorited. They were supposed to sweep the Pistons, and the Pistons ended up winning the championship. Um, in the following years, Kobe Bryant was rumored to potentially be traded to the Pistons. Um, as we all know, that didn't end up happening. He finished his long career with the uh, the Lakers just a few years ago. And, uh, you know, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, my first favorite player. NBA is no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's your fantasy b-ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls.